0: welcome to stuff we love podcast hello everyone and welcome to the stuff we love podcast i'm your host scott and i am happy and honored to welcome back to the podcast returning champion legendary guest and fan favorite alex alex welcome to the podcast how are you tonight
1: i'm doing well thanks uh thanks again for having me i'm honored to be here as always um missing joe tonight but
0: yes super thrilled as always Well, it's great to have you here tonight, and what we're going to be doing on tonight's podcast is two things. First, we're going to be talking about your recent trip to Orlando, and then we're going to be having a music conversation, as we often do when you're here on the podcast. But before we get to that, let me ask you a question. We are recording this on Thursday night, March 31st. April is almost here. And what are your thoughts as spring arrives? What's your favorite season of the year?
1: I am a big fall girl. Me too. I really, really like the fall. Um, I feel like my overall wardrobe is better and more comfortable. I like the weather. Probably I'd say like September, October.
0: Yes, my favorite months,
1: Um, but I'm excited for the spring. It's been super cold lately, so I'm excited for it to warm up a little bit.
0: And there is heavy rain outside. I hear now as we're recording, Oh yeah. but spring is nice. I mean, when you get to April, I mean, where we live, we do have bad winters. So January and February are rough. March comes and it's kind of that in-between time. You'll get really nice weather and then it'll be freezing cold for a few days like we've had recently. And then it just, once you crack April, get into April, it tends to stay warmer and it just builds up. And then before you know it, it's summertime. And that's always fun.
1: Oh, totally. I'm excited.
0: You get to listen to music with the car windows down. That's how you know spring has arrived.
1: Exactly. You're screaming your lungs out.
0: <laughs> to the new Harry Styles single, perhaps. Oh, so good. Do you listen? I did. I watched the, actually, I was on Twitter and I saw all these trending topics, like 10 minutes, one hour, and it was all people counting down to the new uh, video, the new Harry Styles video. Um, So I happened to just click the link and I was literally two minutes away from the premiere of the video. So I just kept it on there and I watched the video, heard the song and I like it. It's definitely good. I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. I do think it's going to need to take a couple of listens. It's not necessarily as instantly accessible as you know watermelon sugar and adore you and all that stuff but it's it's good he's an amazing talent
1: oh he is i haven't watched the video yet but i was i was very shocked at the song but in a in a great way like i love that style it's very indie rock pop kind of islandy vibe that was my Mm -hmm. initial i've only listened once right in preparation for the podcast of course (laughs) um
0: research research
1: yeah research purposes as always (laughs) um but I really enjoyed it. I think it's a different sound from him. I think he's really, really talented and he's able to do really great things like that and change change up the genre a little bit.
0: Yeah. he's. Um, he, it's interesting because you and I are both big Beatles fans. Harry Styles is a huge Beatles fan, a huge Paul McCartney fan in particular. One of the reasons his previous album was called Fine Line is because that is a Paul McCartney song from a 2000, I guess, five album cast and creation in the backyard, Paul McCartney album. That's a song on there. And Harry Styles has talked at length about his love of the Beatles. So you get to see that awesome. influence in his music. You know, what's a great Harry Styles song? And then we'll get to the, the trip stuff. Um, a I'm great here. Harry Styles song is She.
1: I like She. I really, really like She. Um, I think my all time favorite is Sweet Creature. Mm. I don't know if that's like a super popular opinion, but I did not expect that it sticks out to me. I like it.
0: Were you a One Direction fan? I was. Mm.
1: I actually got surprised with tickets to, I think it was one of the shows in the area, but it was like one of their first shows together. And I ended up being like seventh row and me and my friends were like freaking out. Wow. Had to be 13. 13. <laughs> Something <laughs> ridiculous. Just kidding. It was yesterday.
0: It was it was yesterday. It was two hours ago.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? I tonight. did hear
0: a uh, one direction song on Peloton today. It was strong. Yes. Yes. It is a one direction song. Strong is a song by One Direction from the third studio album, Midnight Memories. Yep. Yep. There you go. And with that, let's now transition from Harry Styles to your recent trip to Orlando. So let me ask you before this most recent trip, when was the last time you were in Orlando?
1: Had to be when I was like maybe six.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It
1: was like over, over 18 years ago. Quite a
0: number of years then. And uh, tell us about where you went in Orlando. What, what uh, theme parks you went to.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I, when I flew in, I stayed at Cabana Bay, um, we were planning on going to Volcano Bay that day, but the weather was really rough, <laughs> so we couldn't go. And we ended up, weather cleared up. It ended up being cloudy, a little bit cold
0: mm-hmm. for my
1: liking. I'm always freezing. Um, <laughs> but
0: girls tend to get cold very easily, by the way. That's a thing.
1: I bought my entire wardrobe. In Orlando, because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I planned for shorts and t-shirts. Um, anyway, so the first day I was there, we went to Universal Studios and I geeked out in Harry Potter world mm. and went to Ollivander's, got a wand, of course. You did. I'm sure okay. we'll get more Good into that you. later.
0: Okay, great. Um,
1: and then the second day I was there, we went on the VelociCoaster in Islands of Adventure. That was, um, that was the main purpose of going there, but I, I think it's a super cool park.
0: So l- let's take a step back actually to Ollivander's. What wand did you end up getting?
1: I got a wand of willow. I don't know. I actually, I can't even remember what it represents.
0: Interesting. Do you have it on display?
1: I don't yet. Okay. I haven't decided how I'm going to display it. It's sitting in the box with the actual like Ollivander's bag
0: on my bookshelf. Yeah. That Cause
1: I had to keep the bag.
0: See, that's what's interesting about the wands is that the wand obviously is a display piece, but so is the box and bag (laughs) because it's Ollivander's, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's going to have to be like how I frame a record where it's half out of the sleeve.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to have it like half poking out of the box.
0: Now, when you went to Ollivander's and you walked into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter for the first time, describe your reaction because I know you're a Potter fan. So I, I really want, I'm curious, what were your thoughts when you went into that part of the park?
1: Oh, totally. It was without sounding super super cheesy. I turned to my friend and I was like, "I feel like we're in a movie. Yes. That was like my initial reaction. It felt like like everything around me, like outside of Universal, wasn't real life. right. You know like it felt like every not like fake, but it just felt like I was like just on another planet for a little bit, which is super nice because I feel like you need those moments, especially now.
0: I agree with you. The level of detail in both Wizarding Worlds, you know, both the, the you know the Islands of Adventure part. And so that's Hogsmeade at Islands of Adventure and Diagon Alley at Universal Studios Orlando. The detail is so intense in a good way that it really immerses you. And you don't feel like you're in a theme park. You have no connection to what's outside of you in the theme park, the other non-Harry Potter sections. And uh, I love it there. I've been there to the, those parts of the park so many times and it never gets old.
1: Yeah, I, I must have walked back and forth like 20 times. Yes. Because <laughs> I had to see every shop window and and go into every store and meet the employees that were also like all in character. Yep. I just think that really added to the experience as well. And I ended did up you? getting like, oh no,
0: sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to ask, and I know you had Butterbeer, right?
1: I did. I had Butterbeer- um at the castle right at the uh, yeah
0: and did you have frozen or non-frozen
1: non-frozen did you like it i did i was shocked because i don't usually like things like that i think it's right. cream soda right with like it's some-
0: like butterscotch and cream soda it's it's a whole mixture of things but you did the right thing because uh, at least you tried it uh, to me if you're able to have stuff like that you gotta have it i mean you gotta have butter yeah. beer once in, in Wizarding world it was it was a non-negotiable. It was just, it was happening. <laughs> I once was there in the early morning and I saw somebody buying a beer or something, which I thought was kind of strange. Like 9 a.m. he's drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah. was... But um, there were a the... lot of people drinking in the morning. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And what was the other thing you had? Didn't you have another drink there?
1: I had, we had these elixirs yes. that we mixed in our water, which again is also not typically something that I would go for. Yes. But it was one of those things where I saw the stand. The person working there was super kind and she was all, totally in character. Yeah. Like full blown accent, everything. Wow. Stayed in character the whole time. I, I must have asked her like 25 questions because there were so many flavors and I wanted to know which one to get. Um
0: what which one did you get?
1: I got blue raspberry. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, it was it was good. It was it was nice. I needed like a little a little sugar. <laughs> sugar yes. in my system at that point for sure like a 3 a.m flight
0: <laughs> did you go on any of the attractions in the Wizarding world at either park
1: yes so i went in as you know it was a very busy week and weekend Spring break right so i went in with the mentality of like just being there super cool and i wanted to see of course diagonally and and all of that um so it was kind of surprising when we got on Gringotts Bank. That was the first one I went
0: mm-hmm. on. Right.
1: And I have, I also have no concept of like, I've never been to Universal,
0: Florida. I've oh, this was your first the time one, there. Okay. Interesting. Yeah.
1: And I've only gone, I only went to Disney when I was a kid. Um, I don't even think Universal was there
0: <laughs> at the same time. It definitely, if it was there, it was not what it is now.
1: Right. Um, so I never experienced like any of those types of rides before. Yes. And, and it was just really cool and, and super fun. And, and I had two, I did, we did single rider line. Mm-hmm. So it went super quick. It was like a 90 minute wait for a regular line and wow. hopped right on single rider. Um, I sat next to two people, of course, that I didn't know. And one of the kids next to me was like reacting. Like it was, it was like the best thing to watch. Like he had legitimate reactions to like the effects and stuff. Right. So that was really fun to like have Two people next to me that have also never been on it, but were like legitimately reacting to, like when Voldemort came on, right? The, he like screamed at the top of his lungs. <laughs> <And> <laughs> right. I was like, "This is amazing." Is that um, you talking about
0: at the beginning of the attraction? Yes, right yeah. before that little drop.
1: Yep, Not a yeah, and then drop. the drop. Yeah, no, but he had his hands up. <laughs> it was just awesome. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. And there's no judgment. Like I, I love. Oh yeah, I love watching people react to things. Um. It's all part of the experience. So we went on that. Hagrid was closed because of the weather. It was really, really cold. Um, so we didn't get on that. But again, it just gave more time to explore mm-hmm. and <laughs> get Butterbeer, shop around, sure. spend and all my uh, money on Harry Potter swag.
0: And like you said, the, the rides don't matter in a way. It's just being there and seeing that firsthand. And the the swag is great. The merch that Wizarding World is just phenomenal.
1: Oh, it's, it's
0: ridiculous. It's amazing. Now- an attraction I will never go on because I'm not crazy about roller coasters is the VelociCoaster. So I will never go on it. I have read reviews that say it is the one of the most intense roller coasters that people have ever been on. What would you say about the VelociCoaster? Were you nervous before it began?
1: You know, I wasn't. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Um. Well, half surprised, half not because I really, really do love roller coasters. And of course, you know, we we talk about like Hershey Park and Six Flags all the time. Um, those are my kind of rides. Right. <laughs> so I was really excited to go on a, a legitimate coaster. And it was just so funny the way that it worked out because the whole time I was I was at Universal, the wait was like two hours, three yes. hours. And I was like, all right, well, if we don't get on, it's totally fine, but like let's try our best. And I was staying on the property, so <laughs> on Universal property. And I had early park hours and I guess because it was spring break, they opened even like an hour earlier. I don't really know what the early park hours are, but I think it's usually eight. I think so. Um, So they were like, you can go in at seven, get there early, do whatever. And I was on the Velocicoaster. I think like by the time I got to the park, waited online and finished the ride, I I was, we were done before seven 45 in the morning. Um, so it was a way to, it was definitely a way to wake up.
0: That's for (laughs) Um, sure. Was it intense?
1: It was intense, but in a really good way. Like I think it was really well done. It was the thing that I loved about it was that you kind of felt like you were again, like you felt like you were in the movie almost Mm -hmm. like I've never been on a roller coaster where you're, you're going and, like obviously hydraulics and stuff, they push you up and normally it's just like a straight shot and you go up, you go straight down, Mm -hmm. whatever. But at the beginning, it like launches you and then you kind of go through the whole ride. And then all of a sudden you just like speed up again, like in the middle of the ride. And and it's very curvy and you're going through rocks and like trees. And it's, it's very Jurassic Park like, right. It's really, I thought it was very well done. And the queue was awesome.
0: That's what you I hear. Like
1: Chris Pratt and everybody. Oh, really? <laughs> I love that stuff.
0: Well, listen, I'm happy you got to experience it. That's awesome. Uh, you know, your story is as close as I will ever get to being on the Velocicoaster. By choice. By choice.
1: Yeah, you just don't, you're you're not a coaster fan, right?
0: I'm not an intense coaster fan. I do like certain coasters. For example, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at Walt Disney World. That's my kind of coaster. Splash <laughs> Mountain, I could do that. Velocicoaster, a little too much for me, but. It's okay. That's okay. And one of the, as I've said before, that's one of the reasons I love the theme parks in Orlando. If you're not into that stuff, there was so much to still do. So for me, it's it's great. Oh, um, definitely.
1: You can go on Fast and the Furious.
0: You went on that, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, it did.
0: You, I did. did. You, you didn't really like it. The party it, right? bus. The party bus. Did you like it?
1: It was fun. I thought it was fun. It's the music was bumping. It was the, it was loud. The music
0: is bumping. It is a party. It is a party. That's for it sure. Is. Um. What did you think of Cabana Bay?
1: I liked it. Mm -hmm. I I didn't have, to be honest, I didn't have too much time to like really explore the hotel because I was just trying to get so much done at Universal. But the property is really nice. I love the, I mean, as you know, you know, my personality, like I love the retro vibe. I thought that was super cool. And again, I feel like every element of the vacation was like, I I felt like I was just in a fairy tale, Like like I just wasn't in real life. I showed up to this hotel at like one o'clock in the morning after a long day at Universal because I just had a quick turnaround. Um, And it was like very retro and beachy at the same time. Mm -hmm. that makes
0: sense? Yeah, no, it does. It definitely does. Um, Now, before I ask you, I guess now I'll ask you this question. I know that over the course of your trip, you went to the boathouse for dinner. What were your thoughts on the boathouse? Because it is my favorite restaurant in the world.
1: I, I think it might be like in my top five favorite restaurants yes, it's to phenomenal. be honest. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on the podcast. I thought <laughs> right. it was awesome. I, the lobster bisque was yes. unreal.
0: It is unreal,
1: unreal. And that's not normally a go-to for me, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like I, I was like, I'm here, I should get it. That was really good. I had a really nice pasta dish um, and I got the drink with the rubber duck.
0: Oh yeah. That's um, I forget the name of it, but it's a very popular drink. One of their showcase drinks.
1: Yes. Well, because of course, anywhere I went, I was like, what's your showcase drink? Right. <laughs> Does it come in a fun cup?
0: Does it have a rubber? Because duck- if, I <laughs> can't,
1: yeah, if I can't put it on my Instagram,
0: <laughs> right. Then I don't want it. Only Instagrammable foods, please. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, um, what, but uh, Boathouse was awesome. I uh, yeah, the vibe there is cool. I was going to ask what room were you in? Do you remember?
1: The front, one. we were right by the car, like the table that's the car, or no, the boat in the front. Oh, yeah,
0: sure. The, the big boat right in the front yeah. room. Yes.
1: So right when you walk in, like behind the desk.
0: It's such a great restaurant. Like you said, the vibe there is very relaxed and fun. It's bustling, but still chill. And yeah. the food selections there are just so varied. You could get pasta, seafood, um, soup, salads, and everything, drinks, and everything there is so good. Now, I have never had one of their desserts. I normally in Disney go out for dessert to a dessert place. But on my upcoming trips this year, I do want to try their blueberry cheesecake, which looks out of this world.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. I don't even know they have that. I love you, cheesecake. Um,
0: there is a video that just came out and an article on the food website, Delish. And they went to the boathouse and tried every single thing on the menu, literally every single thing they tried. And that's Yay. where I saw a lot of these desserts that, people were, that they were having. And I was like, okay, oh, blueberry cheesecake, that that's out. for me next time. Yes. Yes. Now, um, what other restaurants did you go to? We went to Narcusis. Yes, at the Grand Floridian. Um,
1: at the uh, Yep, at the Grand Floridian. Um, that was so so good.
0: Yes, it like is. When
1: I, I think it's it's up there with Boathouse for me. Honestly, understandable
0: as I understand it.
1: Yeah, and I think I had the best. Was, the drink at the Boathouse was awesome. Yes. Like I, but I'm, i wanted it for the Instagram purposes, not for the taste. <laughs> I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous. It does not. I understand. I'm a very like whiskey old fashioned type. So at Narcusis, I had like the best old fashioned I've ever, ever had. I swear. So that yes. was really good. And I also had pasta there. I had sweet potato gnocchi, which was Ooh, awesome. That's something and a Caesar else. salad. And so yes. I had to go classic.
0: Did you try their rolls? They serve there
1: yes i think i ate the entire basket
0: both the boathouse and (laughs) narcooses have phenomenal roles
1: so good so so good um and then when we were there they actually like didn't bring our food out because the fireworks started (laughs) at magic kingdom so we got to watch that from the balcony there which was really cool
0: very cool any other restaurants that uh you can recall we went to like a bar in Disney Springs. Yes. Jock Lindsay's you went to now that you mentioned that.
1: Jock Lindsay's. So just and say then, like
0: we went to Jock Lindsay's. Like a, okay. You know. Yeah. Good.
1: We went to Jock Lindsay's and I got
0: uh-huh.
1: a fun drink in a monkey cup. It's yes. Like a I know tiki. the one. Yes. Right. Very good. Super fun. Um, sat outside there. So it was really, really nice day. Um,
0: did you go to Gideon's?
1: We did go to Gideon's. Well, Gideon's what did you was- have there? Awesome. I had a classic chocolate chip and I had a cold brew. Like, I think I got a hazelnut cold brew. There was some sort of flavor in it, but it was so good. And I I, I mean, I'm not like a total cookie connoisseur, but I mean, I, I go to some of the top places in New York and yes. try different good cookies. This was awesome. It is so awesome. much so that I, I, I loved it so much that I was on their website seeing if they ship. Yeah to hear.
0: Gideon's is great. The cookies are so unique. You'll never get anything like that elsewhere. And like these, we, you mentioned, they have the coffee selections, they have cake selections, cookies of the month that rotate, which is really cool. Um, now talk to me about, your. you went to Epcot, correct? Yes. What'd you think? Wait,
1: but first I need yes, to know, what do you get at Gideon's?
0: Uh, I've had the chocolate chip. I've had the triple okay. chocolate cookie, tri- which is like triple chocolate chip. I've had their white chocolate chip cookie, right? Isn't there a white one with white chocolate chips, if I recall? I think so. Yeah, I had that. Then I've been there during Halloween, and I have the Franken cookie, like Frankenstein, which is a whole mixture of like chips and M and Ms. It's so good. It's it's really great. Um, then I've had, I think I've had one other that's escaping me. But when we go back this year, we're going to try cake. We never tried their cake and it looks so good.
1: Yeah. They're like huge pieces. Yes. And they have all the fun drips down the side from icing. I was like mesmerized when I went in there.
0: It's a (laughs) a, the detail there is great. It's like walking into a Halloween experience. It's such a cool, unique feel.
1: Very Um, gothic. I like it.
0: It is got like it. Yeah. So that's my Gideon's thoughts. I would say out of all the, you know, like I like all of them. I really do. I don't know what is my favorite. Sometimes I think it's the Franken cookie, the one that I had. And then I just think about the plain chocolate chip. And it's, how could you say no to that? Classic. No, I no.
1: I was really torn between that and the peanut butter because I love peanut butter.
0: Yes. I think um, I may have tried the peanut butter. Yes.
1: But I went classic for the first time. And then, of course, I'm going to have to like collect them all
0: <laughs> right. at this
1: point. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. What was the next question? Epcot. Epcot, yes. Um, Epcot was really, really fun because I've never, again, like I've never been there as an adult, right? So I, I just like ate pizza and drank wine and had champagne in France.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I great. had frushi. You did have frushi. What was your thought? What were your thoughts?
1: It was interesting. <laughs> um, Is it was it refreshing. A To me, it wasn't, and I know it's probably an unpopular opinion. I was expecting it to be super refreshing, but it was like very sweet to me. Okay. Like it was, it was so sweet that it like kind of like coated, you know, when like you eat whipped cream and it coats your mouth, like that's what it tasted like to me. Was that
0: the coconut in there? Is there coconut?
1: I don't think so. I think they, they put some like drizzle of, I think, strawberry syrup on top and then whipped cream. Right. So I think that did it for me, but like the actual fruit part was good. Right very interesting Just, i would have never thought that that existed
0: <laughs> that's uh, the disney chefs in action right there with the first i had um, to get it of course when you were there it was obviously crowded i know you didn't get on a lot of attractions but i i guess that is a benefit to epcot is the ability to walk around try food from different countries drinks from different countries there there is a lot to do there even if you don't go on the attractions
1: yeah definitely oh can I, I just say love- something
0: by the way that I totally forgot to mention I don't know why I just thought of this but going back to <laughs> Universal at one point we Facetime during your trip and I saw you wearing a merch purchase that, <laughs> that rhymes <laughs> merch purchase merch purchase that you got and I immediately that week ordered it online which is the yes. Universal Studios Windbreaker yes great I, jacket I had
1: to it's a great jacket
0: retro and everything
1: I am so glad you ordered it I did I would have been so upset if if they stopped making it or something, I mean, I don't know the merch situation there, but um, great
0: jacket. Did yes. you
1: actually get it yet, or did, I did. you just? I've it?
0: worn it. Oh, so comfortable, right? It's it, it is legitimately comfortable, and yeah. um, I just love the colors.
1: Yeah, the retro feel is really cool.
0: Yes. I'll Anyhow, back to Epcot. We're <laughs> we're now returning to Disney World, and returning um, to Disney.
1: I don't. Need,
0: um, oh, we were yeah. I was just talking about how much there's to do in the park, even if you don't go on the attractions.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think the only one that would have been, I guess, a goal ride to get on was Ratatouille. Yes. But it was, it was one of those where it was like you know, a two-hour wait, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And honestly, I kind of just forgot about the rides for a little bit. Sure. <laughs> like I was just walking around, enjoying myself, shopping around. Um, Germany was super fun. I loved that. I mean, I loved it all
0: course did you go to any other theme parks besides epcot disney theme parks i should say
1: no i wish unfortunately i ran out of time
0: that's okay future trips
1: (laughs) please it has to happen
0: and actually that you know i want to make sure we cover music tonight because we have to of course um i wanted to ask you though after this trip to orlando did it live up to your expectations where do you have plans to go back soon like where do you stand right now on your Orlando thoughts for lack of a better phrase.
1: Oh, I'm definitely going back. Yeah. It was kind of one of those places if I'm being like being completely transparent, it was one of those things where if I couldn't make it work, like I like I wouldn't have been upset necessarily because I've I never experienced it, but like now that I have experienced it, I like can't wait to go back. Does yes. that make sense? Totally. Like not that I didn't want to go in the first place because of course I had to go to Harry Potter world. It just had right. to happen. Um but I had nothing to compare it to. So it wasn't like I was missing anything, but now I'm like, okay, I need Gideon's cookies right now. And I need to go to universal again. And, you know, like it's, um, but i will definitely be going back. I really want to do more on the Disney of the Disney stuff.
0: Yes. But, but the Magic was, Kingdom, Hollywood Studios yeah. and so forth.
1: Magic Kingdom was actually sold out for the week, right. I think. So it was like, even if I tried to change, I couldn't change from Epcot, but again, it ended up being super fun. and. I would love, I
0: I loved experiencing that. Can you, but last theme park question for you, excuse me. Can you give our listeners one or two examples besides that universal jacket of exciting merchandise purchases you made on your trip?
1: Oh, yes. Um, Well, I already said the Ollivander's wand. So I feel like that's a cop out if I use that here, but that (laughs) is one of my favorites. (laughs) Um, Understood. besides, (laughs) Besides the jacket i this is so embarrassing but i bought so much merch that i i could not fit it in my suitcase so it was either like a get a bag situation and make that my personal bag on my flight home or ship it home right so i ended up buying this really fun backpack like just a Hogwarts plain black backpack and then it actually broke
0: oh. and i ended
1: up going to the store and returning it and they gave me a Slytherin one because okay. they didn't have the Hogwarts one <clears throat> and the <laughs> Slytherin one ended up being so awesome. Like yes. when you open it up, the inside is like all like, you know, the pattern of, of the house and all right. that. Um, That's definitely one of my favorites. What else did I get? I got the retro Disney merch. Yes. Which I'm wearing right now on the podcast. Awesome. Um, The yellow and black and white <laughs> crew neck, super <laughs> comfortable. And I got croc gibbets.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> those, cool.
1: So those were, and that was a purchase that I like it was a shot in the dark. Like I, I saw them on a display pair for the anniversary. Right. And I have like two pairs of crocs. So I was like, I really can't buy another pair just for like for the sole purpose of having these little gibbets. So I asked and this girl went to the back for me and found like she's like this is the last one this is wow. it and I was like sweet
0: you got that at Disney um, Springs yes okay
1: and then lastly because I don't want to bore you with my merch purchases this is not <laughs> um, I I'm a big collector of playing cards so I got mm-hmm. the Mickey Mouse um, playing cards at Disney okay. Springs which I thought awesome. are, it's fun for me because I I love collecting it
0: solid purchases
1: thank you (laughs) hopefully i i I did well by you
0: (laughs) in the podcast an amazing trip report i'm so happy for you that you got to go to orlando and experience some of this stuff and excited for you to go back again and see the stuff that you didn't see and revisit the stuff that you have already seen because to me orlando and its theme parks lend themselves to repeat visits which is which is nice
1: oh yeah and i have so much to learn and so much to try so i'm excited indeed i need to i need to do more of the uh the epcot like unique foods frushi was the first one that i was like
0: this is what i need to do all of this is building up to your eventual going to halloween horror nights at universal the greatest event in the world
1: that's a must that that is that has to be my next experience there
0: it is awesome and with that alex let's transition now over to music and I was thinking what we could talk about when it comes to music and I was thinking, you know, what, let's just catch up, see what each other have been listening to. Uh, let me begin by asking you to tell our listeners about your Dua Lipa concert experience.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um so I've never seen Dua Lipa live before and it's actually been a while because of the pandemic I haven't been to like a an actual show like yes. an, like an arena tour. Um and I I absolutely love Dua Lipa. I think she's an awesome talent and Mm -hmm. she does so much and she has such a crazy vocal range that like for a pop artist it's very rare to hear a voice that deep right um and i just i I think she has a really cool sound so future nostalgia has of course been one of my favorite albums for a while and i went and i i wanted to know not a single thing (laughs) about the set list i just want i didn't watch any videos everybody was sending me videos they're like, Alex, you have to watch this. Look at what she does the tour. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. Stop sending it to me, please. I I love you for sending it, but don't like, I don't want to see it. So I went in completely blind. Like I, I didn't want to have expectations. um, And like, she completely exceeded it. It yes. was insane. The dancing was ridiculous. The vocals were amazing. It's hit after hit after hit. And, and, you know seeing her in such an iconic venue is right it's
0: awesome in itself 10 out of 10 concert 10 out of 10 future nostalgia is really i I think it's a memorable album because not only is the album great i remember listening to that i guess it was the day it came out and just thinking myself man every single one of these songs is so good Although I call Levitating as a hit. The moment I heard it, I'm like, that is going to be a hit. And that's arguably the most popular song from the album. It's a great song.
1: But I, um,
0: I think people will always associate that album with the pandemic. And you know, I remember listening to an interview with her on Rolling Stone's podcast. And basically, it was this idea that in normal times, that album would be playing at the clubs. She would be touring closer when the album was released. And it was an album that's made for getting together and partying, right? Just the songs are such communal, fun songs. And yeah the pandemic prevented people from experiencing that with regard to future nostalgia. And uh, and by the way, how great an album title is that future nostalgia? Like oh, it's so awesome. So cool. But it's, it's so a great fitting. album. It, it <laughs> right? yeah. like
1: um no, but I I that's such a great point that you bring up. I completely agree. And I think the energy in a crowd like that post-pandemic, where like you know, everybody in those seats has been waiting to see this show for two plus years. Right. It's just on another level. Yes. Like it really is. And she had brought it up a few times. She was like, we've been waiting like two years to put this show on for you and everybody goes nuts. And it's, right. you know, it's crazy.
0: I have seen footage after the concert ends of they play, I Want to Dance with Somebody, Whitney Houston, right? As people are leaving. Am I right about that?
1: I think so. I think that's, yeah, no, I think that's what they do. Because at least on TikTok, the the way
0: they portray it, if this is accurate, it's it's like, keep the party going after the concert. And that's like, you see people dancing along and singing to that song. And I think it was, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston, but.
1: I can't remember if they played it before the show or after for us, but there was definitely music playing after. Right. Um, Yeah, it was a super fun vibe. Like she has a very fun crowd too. Right. It's literally just everybody's dancing together because. <laughs> Just singing because everybody knows every song,
0: right? Well, that's a great concert to have been to, Dua Lipa, to get back into the concert routine.
1: Oh yes, I was. I was very grateful to be there. Tell I don't think some... I was going to be good, but
0: yeah, no, no, I totally. After the past couple of years, it's hard to imagine being able to go out and do anything, right? It's, it's so weird. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, anyhow, tell me some other things you've been listening to recently. Some other artists.
1: Oh my gosh, so much. Um... I am very into Florence and the Machine right now. Mm-hmm. I love their album Lungs. And
0: is that a new album? I I, I apologize for not being more up to date, but is that a new album? <laughs>
1: no, you're fine. Um, no, it's it's an older one. Okay. They are coming out with new music, so I'm actually going to see them on tour. I think in the fall. Oh, really? Okay, so I'm, cool. My first time seeing them, so I'm I'm really really excited. Um. What else? You know, I mean, you know, the usual Casey Musgraves, of course. Who's that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, wait. Who Who is this
0: Casey Musgraves (laughs) to speak of?
1: Everybody talks about her, but I don't know who she is. Um, Casey Musgraves, Maggie Rogers. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been very into Lake Street Dive. Do you know them?
0: Lake Street Dive is all rock, right? Is it? uh... Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Funny story. I actually, (laughs) I went to one of their concerts last fall. And I literally missed the entire thing. Like somehow I missed the whole show. Like the ticket said doors at 7:30. And I got there at like 7:45. And like half the show was over. And I was like, wait, what? Like, did I miss? Was there no opening act?
0: That's it unusual. Crazy. That's unusual. Yeah.
1: But I'm I'm repeating that <laughs> this year as well. So I'm gonna see them again. Which, by the way, they're great live if you've never seen them. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in going. I think Joe's a fan. Yes.
0: That's I think, not a surprise. Did we talk true. about
1: this? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I um, think even Kendall may have played them in one of her rides on Peloton. I think so. Yeah.
1: So, And somebody had an in, in a run recently. Which, by the way, I am hearing a lot of Casey Musgraves in the runs, too. So, Oh, really? Interesting. Maybe we'll do a subtle plug for an artist series from Starcross,
0: the songs are from on peloton or is yes. it from oh really okay so a
1: few from Starcross, and then bex played follow your arrow from same trailer different park the other yes. day which of course was like very shocking because i feel like nobody <laughs>
0: recognizes that that record um it is interesting with casey musgraves in a way it's like she's mega popular she sells out madison square garden and yet for much of her music especially the earlier stuff it's really a niche Thing it's kind of like it's like that famous meme on TikTok. The girls that get it, get it. The ones that don't, don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, <laughs> You're man. so right. Oh, this yes, I'm in Scott, my. 40s, we're the girls that get it. <laughs> I'm in my 40s.
1: Um, yeah. So always Casey. Um, I'm looking at my playlist over here because. Okay, the band Camino. Been listening yes. to them a ton. Kelsey Ballerini. How about?
0: The Great Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, God.
1: I I I was waiting for you to bring it up. Okay. First of all, the the record is amazing. It is. It's it like takes me back to high school. Sad. Like, <laughs> yes. But not even sad because it's so upbeat and happy. Right. Um, and I just got my signed CD in the mail
0: today, which yes. was super fun to get. What are you going to do with that? How are you going to display that?
1: Oh, I don't know. You're hitting me with all these tricky display <laughs> questions. Tonight, yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> um, I don't know, but I have to do something cool with that because I, I sent you a picture earlier, of course. Mm-hmm. I had to. He signed it in that bright pink paint pen, which yes. I thought was really cool. It's very unique, very different. It's very so him I have too. To do, Very,
0: very machine gun Kelly.
1: Yes, very on brand. Um, so I need to display that in a very fun way. I'm going to have to figure that out. But what are your thoughts on the record?
0: Uh, i agree with you i'm totally with you um i i'll be honest with you i've had a very busy week at work so i haven't listened to it as much as i would normally but when i have listened to it i've loved it like you said the songs are they're, they're poppy and upbeat yet the topics aren't always poppy and upbeat it just is a this weird juxtaposition i guess but it works so to me it's a great follow-up to his previous album tickets to my downfall i think that uh He's just an immensely talented artist. The only thing I kind of wish about the new album was that there would be less guest appearances. That's a minor complaint because it's still plenty of machine gun Kelly on there, but he's, uh, he's one of my favorite current artists without a doubt.
1: Oh, totally. Are you going to see the tour
0: still up in the air? Okay. I got other concerts. I'm going to, like we you talked mean, it about. It hasn't
1: changed in the last five days. <laughs> no,
0: it has not still, still a possibility. Um, but I've been listening to the Machine Gun Kelly album. And then, like I said, I've been busy with work. And I've, I honestly have not had a chance to listen to as much music as normal. I have started to go back into the Beatles like I always do. You know, as we've talked about, sometimes I take a little break from listening to them just to you know take a break. But getting back into them. And tonight I was kind of flipping through some random songs. I listened to Michelle, of course, from Rubber Soul. Great song. Great song. And uh, Your Mother Should Know from Magical Mystery Tour. And every little thing from Beatles for sale. So a little bit of a deep Beatles track, if there is such a thing. Um, I love it. Starting to listen to some more Beach Boys, you know, summer's coming. So I'm getting into the Beach Boys mood. And then, you know, still listening to The weekend Doja Cat, all the usual current artists. Haven't listened to much Taylor recently. I'll be honest with you. I've taken a little break from Taylor, probably because I was listening to so much Taylor when Red Taylor's version came out and not long before that Fearless Taylor's version.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I took a, I took a Taylor break as well, not for oh. any particular reason, but similar to what we talked about, right? Like I always listen to the Beatles for hours and hours and hours. And then I'm like, all right, I need like a day.
0: Yes. You and then I day. go back. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um. But no, those are all great choices. And of course I love the weekend and Doja Cat. It's incredible.
0: Doja Cat the other day announced her retirement from music. I do not believe this is real. No. Yeah. Not, not going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I wanted to also ask you, do you have a cassette player? Cause I have thought about buying a cassette player.
1: It's so funny that you brought that up because every time I go to buy vinyl now, I always see the cassette and like the bundles and I always want to get a bundle, but I don't have a cassette player. Right. But I don't, but I also don't like, it would be cool to have one from an artist, right? Cause you know how some artists like brand them now and they sell them, but like, I want a really good one. If i'm gonna get one yeah does
0: cassettes that make sense are, it does make sense cassettes are making a comeback just like cds to a certain degree are making a comeback everything old is new again but um i kind of want a cassette player when i was a kid i had a cassette player and i have vivid memories it's also actually really interesting when it comes to the beatles because i got abbey road on cassette before on C- I did on cd and on cassette the order of the tracks was different it actually if i recall correctly the album started with here comes the sun instead of come together which is really weird i don't know if that's a wow. spacing issue and you know fitting everything on one side but that was also the case with another one of their albums i really I, again i don't remember which one but i just have memories of cassettes and then sometimes it would jam up and then you'd open it up and the the wire not wiring but you know what I'm talking about the tape would be all over the place <laughs> yeah. um I'm trying to think of other recent music thoughts. Uh, I don't have too much. You know, I've been, when it comes to the radio, I've been listening to alt music. You know, that's how I discover a lot of alternative rock, you know, Alt Nation, Sirius XM, and some other stations like that. Um, yeah, I guess that, that's what stands out. And the new Harry Styles, I guess we got that to look forward to coming out in April. That's not that far away.
1: I know. I'm excited. I feel like it's sooner than I thought it was going to be. Honestly.
0: Yeah. For him
1: to really, right? Like, I I
0: don't know. I just feel like he- It it is in the sense that his tour recently ended. And normally when a tour ends, there's way more time before the next studio release. So this is pretty soon. Um, Yeah, definitely.
1: And you know, another random one too, I've been, I love Carole King. Yes. And I've been in a very Carole King mood lately. Like I think I've listened to Tapestry like three times.
0: (laughs) You know, Tapestry is- it's a very special album. I mean, when you talk to people that grew up around the time, for example, my mom, when I talked to her about Tapestry, that's an album that she very much identifies with that period in her life. And I've talked to other people that say that when that album came out, they listened to it over and over again. And then when you play that today, it every single song holds up so well on Tapestry.
1: It's so true. And isn't it so funny how like tapestry is such a classic and it's such a well-rounded record and and when it came out back then nobody could stop listening but i feel like we experience that now you know what i mean like machine gun kelly comes out more like oh we need to listen to this over and over and over again and then but it'll never have i don't want to say never because i don't want to knock like machine gun kelly it's awesome and it's going to be around for a while but it's for sure you know what i mean like it's obviously two different genres as well but i think you get what i'm trying to say
0: If I understand you correctly, and I think I do, you're saying that (laughs) it's different than when an album would be released in the sense that it was more of a major event. Whereas now you could listen to Machine Gun Color. Like if we want to listen literally right now, we just each have a phone. Boom. There's the album. You can listen to it. There you had to go purchase it and people were going to the stores and it was selling out. There was no other way to listen to it. Is that kind of what you're getting at?
1: Yeah. No, that's exactly what I'm getting at.
0: But it's.
1: It's one of my favorites one of my all-time favorites
0: it's it's really a great album and that kind of led me to discover some other things with carol king and one of the things about carol king that not maybe not a lot of people know is that prior to becoming a solo artist she was a songwriter with her husband jerry goffin for these legendary 50s and 60s artists i mean she wrote um for herman's hermits uh i'm into something good i think yeah 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 she wrote that song she wrote go away little girl she wrote the locomotion <laughs> which i believe yep. the uh, little eva the the or eva the the singer that did the locomotion was her babysitter like the person she used to babysit her kids or some story like that i believe yeah and um she wrote chains which was later done originally done i think by a girl group called the cookies and then was done by the beatles on their first album the beatles actually said that they wanted to be like goffin and king and they didn't realize she was a, a girl You know, they, you know, songwriters had traditionally been male, not always, but for the most part at the time, yes. So she was a groundbreaker in that regard. And it all led to her being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by none other than, drumroll please, Miss Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, life comes uh, full Full circle circle. with that
0: one. (laughs) I'm going to, let me give you a couple highlights here. I brought up as we're talking my on repeat playlist on Spotify. I want to give you some of the songs that are on my on repeat. Okay, here we go please let's hear it the week this is not the artist the weekend this is a song the weekend by 88 rising and BB. do you know that song you only call me on the weekend oh yes <laughs> great yes. Song. yes um a couple of Encanto songs not a surprise there i heard you're married the weekend featuring lil wayne Amazing. sweet pie megan the stallion dua lipa great song born with horns machine gun kelly from his most recent album yes someone to watch over me the gershwin song done by michael feinstein on Allison Krauss. <laughs> <laughs> slow jams kanye west one of the greatest songs of all time and i'll give you one more uh tears for fears the great 80s group i've been listening to them they just released their first studio album in a long time the song is called break the man it's a great very catchy song and uh another song from machine and kelly a hey, i i don't know say it. featuring Lil wayne again AY exclamation point from his new album. Anyhow. And Love It When You Hate Me. I love it. featuring uh who's that with Black Bear? Yeah, Black Bear. Some some tracks I've been listening to recently. It's
1: amazing. I've <laughs> I've
0: <laughs> Thank I, you.
1: I, you know I'm always I'm I'm always blown away by your recommendations. You know that.
0: And yours. I'm in awe. I'm in awe. Um, I, I
1: think our our Spotify blend is is perfect. A humble we, brag.
0: <laughs> well so listen just for so our listeners know uh alex and i went to lunch last week or yeah last week it was yes and we were commenting on how much we enjoy our spotify blend playlist this is where spotify if you choose to have them do it they sort of blend the music that you that two people listen to and they com- create a playlist which is always changing featuring songs that the others are listening to it is so good as a matter of fact let's just take a moment here alex okay I want to tell our listeners a couple of the songs that are on our Spotify blend playlist. Okay, here we go, Alex and Scott. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I, I'm just I gonna can't. read the first I'm five songs and then I'm gonna, the first five songs, okay? <laughs> Theme from the love boat, Everlong Foo Fighters. Quando, 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 Engelbert, Hufferdick. Dick. What's up for non non-blondes and need to know Doja Cat. It's honestly, sums up our friendship. To a t- it does. <laughs> tell me, Spotify, where could I find a playlist featuring "Need to Know" and "Cuando Cuando quando
1: Oh, and let's throw an Everlong in there. <laughs>
0: oh, I, I, let's put in the Love Boat theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. That is a great moment. Oh, I wish Joe was here for this. Oh my god! Joe would be god. on the floor right now. <laughs> I, we got
1: to, we got to, we got to tell Joe about this. So it's unbelievable! Uh, Just send him hey, a
0: screenshot. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, th- this is great. It's always good to catch up with you about music because with Spotify and these other streaming services, it's so easy to discover new music. And that's that's really fantastic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, do you have anything else to say about music before we turn to the Stuff We Love segment?
1: I don't, well, I guess, I mean, I don't want to be a bummer, but I'm super bummed about Taylor Hawkins. Yes. And I I am, I, I mean, I always, you know me, I always listen to the Foo Fighters, but it just hits different now. Um, and it's just so strange how, like, of course, Nirvana and and now Foo Fighters and, and all of that. I don't know. It's just, it's a sad time in music, I feel like, but it's also a good way to honor, I guess.
0: Yeah. He, um, first off from all indications, he seemed like a fantastic guy. Yeah. Nice down to earth. Good to his fans. Good to his family. And, uh, it, it's very very sad, very terrible what happened, of course. Uh, From a music perspective, he was a fantastic drummer. He really was. The Foo Fighters, when you listen to their drums, I mean, listen to Learn to Fly, one of their hit songs. The drums on that are out of this world. That's Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He's he's unbelievable. And I mean, just...
1: His, his relationship with other drummers like Travis Barker. And when you think about their dynamic and everybody who's played with it's it's just it's unreal. It's it's crazy.
0: It's very hard to believe when you look at rock and rollers from that generation, how many are gone now? Chris Cornell, Taylor Hawkins yeah. from Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington, Shannon Hoon for Blind Melon, um, yeah. Scott Weiland Stone Temple Pilots. And there's mm. a, Kurt Cobain, yeah. of course, and there's others too. It just is very, uh, very upsetting. Um, but I think that uh, what we as fans can do to honor their memories is to just keep listening to their music and uh, Taylor Hawkins' music that he created with uh, Foo Fighters and then with Alanis Morissette before that. That it will live on. And uh, yeah, it's tough though, very, very tough. That was that was a very upsetting news story to read. Um, yeah
1: agreed but on a happier note chris yes. cornell's um i don't know how to describe it but i guess you could say unplugged or acoustic stuff yes is super cool to revisit if you're ever in that kind of mood
0: yeah he's a he was a brilliant artist he really was totally um, well alex like i said it's been great talking music with you it's always great to to do that on the show and for our next episode we'll bring back peloton in the conversation we didn't talk about that that much tonight except for what Casey Musgrave's song was playing on Peloton (laughs) Rides or whatever. Thank you, Bex. (laughs) Thank you, Bex. Um, This is the part of the show tonight now where Alex and I are going to give you a recommendation. We've kind of been doing that all along with the music advice, but uh, Alex, what is your Stuff We Love recommendation tonight?
1: While we're on the topic, I guess I would say live music and just appreciating that and having a chance to go out and see somebody you've never seen before. Yes. Because you might discover a new artist or an opening act that you really, really love. Like some of my favorite artists today are are opening acts that I've seen Right. for small indie bands and they end up blowing up and it's, it's incredible to watch somebody grow, you know?
0: Yeah. So it, it is amazing. Um, opening acts can sometimes end up ultimately being bigger than the acts that uh, you go to see for the main event.
1: Oh yeah. That
0: totally. can happen. Well, I got two Stuff We Love recommendations. The first one, anybody that follows me on Instagram will know that Alex here gave me an amazing, amazing gift last week. I was turned into a Funko Pop by Alex, and it was a perfect, it was me in a Funko Pop form. My shirt, my pants, my pink shoes that I often wear in honor of Machine Gun Kelly. Um, And it was just fantastic. It was amazing. This was one of the best gifts I've ever gotten, and it is currently on display in my office and uh, thank you again, Alex. I told you thank you many times this week, but I'm going to tell you on the podcast again. Thank you. Oh, of
1: course. I'm so glad you like it. it
0: you amazing. always have
1: me on the podcast. It's a, it's just a, a little way to say thanks. Well, and that, we had Minnie you.
0: Scott with us at lunch. <laughs> so Minnie Scott ate lunch with us. <laughs> that was a plus. He paid the bill, <laughs> but yeah. um, anyhow, so that's one recommendation. The other recommendation, I've seen a lot of movies recently. I'm trying to just kind of go through a bunch of movies. And one of them is on Amazon prime. I watched it two nights ago. It's called I Want You Back. It stars Charlie Day and Jenny Slate and Scott Eastwood uh, and Gina Rodriguez. Those are the four leads. And it basically is a romantic comedy where two of the leads are in individual relationships. Those relationships end and they these people meet each other and they come up with a plan where they're going to get their exes to break up with their new partner, their new partners. And it's just a fun, silly, romantic comedy. And I enjoyed it. Pretty decent script too so that's my other recommendation i want you back on amazon prime alex before we go to wrap up mode would you like to tell our listeners where they could find you on social media
1: yes um you can find me on social media at alex j granada and that's on twitter and instagram and it's g-r-a-n-a-t-a
0: <laughs> that's it great accounts tough to follow one. <laughs> awesome accounts and uh, you can find the Stuff We Love Podcast on Twitter at Stuff We Love Pod, Instagram at Stuff We Love Podcast, TikTok at Stuff We Love Podcast. We are on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, our website is Stuff We Love And our email address is Stuff We Love Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Scotty Boy Four. And with that, Alex, thank you again. No, oh,
1: thank you, Scott. This was awesome. Thanks for having me again.
0: It's awesome. Can't we had a great talk- time. Peloton and music. Awesome. And, uh, I enjoyed your trip report. Like I said earlier, I'm very happy for you to have experienced, uh, Orlando, which is, which is great. Thank you.
1: Hopefully I'll have more updates very soon.
0: Indeed. And let's go around (laughs) the table one more time. I'm Scott. I'm Alex. And this has been the stuff we love podcast.